pick him of some sort. <laughs> All right. Doesn't that, so. doesn't that make you feel good? Yeah, it Pick does. I'm like, uh, okay, well, we'll see what that entails a little bit later in uh, the uh, podcast. So uh, we'll uh, catch up on that later. But we still got a, a lot of a show uh, left because we're just on our way here on uh, the uh, starting lineup. And, uh, well, let's go ahead and uh, let's uh, jump right into the show and uh, start it off with what we always do, and uh, that's uh, first things first, uh, coming up as soon as my computer loads up. I thought I, did, I was going to do a better job of stalling uh, that, this, but... That's okay. Technology has be- betrayed us here this morning. Yeah, it's definitely betrayed us. And but that's okay. Uh, I mean, the, it's not the first time. The, the, the podcast listeners didn't even get any of that intro uh, there because of technical difficulties with Don't worry, computer. they'll get something special. So, we will uh, now begin because the computer is now finally ready to cooperate. Before we get into the show... First things first. And we'll start off with a little NFL action, a little Thursday night of football action for you last night. As I told you on the show yesterday how much that I liked this signing of Baker Mayfield for the Rams. And look at this guy go as he orchestrated a 98-yard game-winning go-ahead touchdown drive there at the very end to pull it out against the Raiders. Hadn't even been in L.A. for more than 48 hours or he had barely learn the playbook in 48 hours and look at him go he's already orchestrating a game-winning drive going the distance there on the field to lead him over the uh, Vegas Raiders in what was his uh, LA Ram debut there last night it is it more of an implication of how bad the Raiders are as opposed to how good Baker is? No, no, no. Let's not let's not poo-poo on Baker okay. and, right. and the Rams or whatnot. Let's not start with that about uh, is it an indication of how bad the uh, Raiders are. I think that just goes to show you the uh, resilience of uh, the Rams a little bit there as well. And this is kind of what Baker does. Like we mm-hmm. saw him be have flashes of greatness in Cleveland, and then he's like a firework. He fades out, and uh, then we saw what he did in uh, Carolina and whatnot. Nothing. So yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Uh, but you know, and also he's one of those players who plays with a lot of emotion. We talked right. about that the other day as well, and uh, so maybe this can get his swagger back and uh, can start playing with some positive emotion because, you know, he's the type of player that when it's really good, it's really good. But, you know, when it starts going bad, he can't be the person to kind of turn it around, and it really kind of shows in his performance on the field. And, uh, you know, last night, other than that drive, it didn't look great there at the very beginning. It was like 16-2-3 to up until that fourth quarter and the fourth quarter comeback uh, there. It just looked exactly eerily similar to how we ended uh, last week in the NFL with uh, Tom Brady orchestrating that comeback against the Saints. And then look at that, the Rams orchestrating a comeback against the Raiders. Now, let's let's talk about this Rams team, your Rams team, Travis. Yep. Remaining schedule, mm-hmm. Packers, Broncos, Chargers, and the Seahawks. Yeah. A couple of those are toss-up winnable games. Broncos, that should be a winnable game. That can, 
That can be, or winnable. at least a, at least one you should be in. Mm-hmm. Green Bay, that should be a game you're in. Yeah, possibly. Chargers, that should be a game you're in. I say, who really knows? I don't know. Week to week, right? <laughs> Seahawks, that one right now looks to be maybe a little bit of a question mark. All right, and it's in Seattle, so yes. I'm a little bit less confident yes. historically. But there. here's my thing, Travis. I, I agree with what you said about Baker being a firework. I, I, I get it. I understand mm-hmm. that. But let's just say he finishes this year strong. Yeah. Is he your quarterback next year? No. The health and concern of Matt Stafford. Right. Who got mm-hmm. banged up unlike anyone else in Detroit. Only Bears quarterbacks can relate to Matt Stafford (laughs) and how much he got hit in Detroit. Sure. Yeah. Is it catching up to him? Dealing with uh, concussion issues now. And we knew about going into uh, the season about that shoulder, that non-throwing arm uh, injury about kind of what baseball players go through and whatnot. So uh, the the injuries are starting to pile up for him, but I I think you got to go back to him. Uh, once he gets back at the end of the season, I think. Do you keep Baker around? I don't know. I. It all depends if he wants to be a backup or not. He didn't want to be a backup. I guess maybe that was because really the situation uh, there in Cleveland. But um, and really why he was benched in Carolina was his performance right uh, there, and he was also banged up as well mm-hmm. with some injuries. So well, in the Cleveland thing as we talked about, that was more of a fact of they lied to him. Yeah. At that point, you don't want to back up after the the, the team right. lied to your face. You want yeah. to get out of there. Because they obviously showed that they didn't want him there. Because yeah. even once they traded for Deshaun, they still were like, yeah, um, Brissett's going to start over Baker. Mm-hmm. At that point, you're like, if you're Baker Mayfield, you're like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> like you, right. People obviously don't value right. me anymore, exactly. so I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I found interesting, Travis, is that comeback that he – orchestrated on that final drive Mm -hmm. again it's with van jefferson and ben ben skoronic skoronic sure these are household names for the defending super bowl champs yeah what what i'm saying is that he did that with these guys Mm -hmm. imagine if he had cooper cup Allen robinson a starting offensive line that wasn't banged up Mm-hmm. Like this offense and this Rams team in general is the walking wounded. There. I mean, they are. I think the injury bug has hit them more than anyone else this year. It feels like. Mm-hmm. So I definitely if, if not the most. They are certainly up there. Right up. Yeah, they have to be right up there. I to me, if I'm the Rams, I'm keeping Baker around. Now, yeah. if he has a really good season, end of the year, obviously he'll want to get paid. Yeah. So. And if some other team wants to give him an opportunity while while paying him, I think that he would uh, take it. I, I guess that just all depends on what what they said to him when they they signed him and when they claimed him off the waiver wire. Whether hey Baker, you know we're gonna come in and see what you can do uh, there uh, for us this season, and then we'll we'll go from there or whatnot. A lot of it depends on the but also behind the scenes, behind closed doors meetings with Matthew Stafford, yeah. and what is going on with his injury. What mm-hmm. is going on with his recovery? If it's taking a long time, Travis, like I said, you may have to think about him not coming back. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I think back to, and of course it's because, you know, growing up as a kid, my family were Dallas Cowboy fans, but I think back to Troy Aikman, who ended up having to retire because of all the concussions he got from all the hits he took. Mm-hmm. And I think play style-wise, those two are very comparable, yeah. Matt Stafford and Troy Aikman. Yeah, it's definitely a, a big issue, uh, particularly in today's game and, with the whole concussions and stuff. And so we'll be a little say, bit more cautious. That was before we knew everything <laughs> yeah. about concussions. Yeah. And Troy Aikman had to retire in the middle of a season because of concussions. Right. Now we know a lot more. Yeah. And doctors are not going to be as, all right, cool, you're cleared, you're good to go. They're they're not yeah. going to clear them as quickly. Right, yeah, and uh, um, Stafford's uh, wife uh, on a podcast uh, talked about just how much he's struggled uh, with uh, concussions and the the symptoms that come yeah. uh, post concussions. And, and he's got he's got a family. So, yeah. So family, you have to think kids. quality of life and after football. Sure. Yeah. So. That's just something to think about. Something to think about. Something to uh, ponder there. But uh, Baker, 22 of 35 last night, 230 yards, and that one touchdown pass to Van Jefferson there at the very end to cap the 98-yard comeback drive. And, yeah, the 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 Raiders, you have to look at them, too, as uh, they, they blew that lead mm-hmm. there at the very end. They had it, and they had it in the bag. But, uh, they got a little uh, too arrogant well, a little bit, particularly thinking about doing the giddy on that punt. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go in and it look like punks and you lose. The and game. again, Derek Carr, <laughs> if you are still at the end of this year as the Raiders, still keeping him around, then you are never going to win. 11 for 20, 137 yards and two picks. That yeah. is not good. Right. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a one-dimensional Illini offense. <laughs> Numbers yeah, that your quarterback you, you would put that? up. You heard that on ESPN ah, last night? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, sure, we'll talk more about that. <laughs> Raiders' uh, closing stretch is tough. I mean, yep. you got the, the Pats. I don't know what the 49ers quarterback situation is, but, you know, won't be healthy. Garoppolo won't be healthy by second to last week of the season, and they close out the season with the uh, Chiefs there and the Pats next week and the Rams have the uh, primetime game against the Packers again. Mm -hmm. I think they got the Monday night game uh, there against Green Bay. Now, as much as, you know, everyone wants to look at the the end of the game and it it clouds everything else because of the way the game ended, uh, the Rams offense wasn't good. It's not like it was, you know, completely different offense. The running game still wasn't there. It's still not good. Now, could you put that on the offensive line being banged up? Sure you can. But it wasn't like, you know, this team looked completely different with Baker Mayfield out there. Yeah. As you said, through three quarters, they didn't look great. It was was that final drive in that final quarter that really kind of makes everything rose-colored glasses. Definitely. So I I don't know if, if you're ready to say, oh, the Rams, this may be their guy. Eh. But look at this. The, uh, a Baker win's a win. Win's a win and uh, snaps the six-game losing streak that the uh, Rams were on, and they lost ugh, eight of their last nine before that. Ugh. And their only win was against the Panthers. 
uh, during that stretch. So uh, they closed out with the Packers, Broncos, Chargers, Seahawks, like we had talked about uh, before. And uh, that's good enough to be uh, – how many more games? That's four. Four. So that's good enough to be an eight and nine record there with uh, Baker uh, leading us there. So we'll probably just miss out on the playoffs. Yeah, just miss, yeah. But, um, yeah hey, salvage the season eight and nine. That would be all right. Uh, with me. That many teams can say they would have a uh, six-game losing streak and still finish eight and nine. Yeah, saying. that would be something. That would be something if but it happens. I, I do think you have your hopes up just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's continue on with uh, the uh, show. Uh, coming up next here, we'll talk some uh, local sports, uh, local basketball on the way. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all that our family owns. These tragedies remind us to double-check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats to let you know we will be giving away a Christmas meal. Just go to our Facebook page, like and share our post from November 28th only for your chance to win a Christmas meal. That includes a whole bone-in ham, prime rib, bacon, whole hog rope sausage, and pulled pork. Also, now through December 24th, buy one $50 gift certificate, get one $5 gift certificate for free. Stop by today on Route 40 between Totopolis and Effingham or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, for quality and convenience meet tradition. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Daters. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. In Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Football season is underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT-IN-INDIANA, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP-LOUISIANA, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. And now, the starting lineup. Eric Price, Sports Center, updates the Colts are in Minnesota on Saturday night to take on the Vikings in their second preseason game. You can hear that on our sister station, 109 oh 1090 a.m wcra <laughs> oh i was still goodness. right it just sounded bad on 98.9 the game
Welcome back in to the uh, starter lineup here on 98.9, the game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you. We're here with you until the noon hour here on ESPN Radio. Let's take a look at some uh, high school girls basketball that happened uh, last night. We'll start off with uh, Cumberland as they picked up the win over a Blue Ridge. 54-12 was the final there. They got off to a 19-8 lead, and it was 36-12 at the half. And so uh, Blue Ridge getting shut out there in the uh, second half. Uh, Shoemaker led the way for Cumberland. She had 19 points. Becker, she had 12. Carr had a 10 for the uh, Pirates as uh, they'll be in action tomorrow. Little uh, boys, girls, doubleheader yeah. there in uh, Neoga, Cumberland? Cumberland. 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 All right. So uh, that should be a good one. Uh, St. Anthony, this one was a uh, not just a good one. This was a great one in as overtime. Good as advertised. Yeah. St. Anthony uh, defeated CHBC 72 to a 64. St. Anthony with a, a little comeback effort there as Kalanarik Beecher City had the lead after every quarter except for regulation, obviously. And it was all St. Anthony there in the overtime session. Uh, CHBC had the two-point lead after one quarter and also had the lead at halftime, 34-32. Uh, St. Anthony cut it to one. It was 47-46 after three. And then St. Anthony outscored a CHBC by 4-15 to 11 in the final quarter to uh, tie it at re in regulation at 61. And uh, St. Anthony uh, was all Lady Bulldogs in the overtime session, 11-3. to They outscored a CHBC uh, for the win. Uh, two players in the 20s for St. Anthony. Fearday had 24, and Ruhal had a 21. Uh, Gracie Heckard, she was also in the 20s. She hit 21 in the losing effort. Wojcik had 18, and Rodman had a 15 for the Bobcats. And now St. Anthony continues to be undefeated. They're 10-0, and CHBC drops to 8-3 on the season. And uh, St. Anthony putting a, a strong case to be uh, the top seed in the uh, conference tournament uh, later on at the beginning of uh, next year. Yep. Um, KZ, they defeated Red Hill 55-34. We had Vandalia pick up uh, their uh, fourth win in a row as they defeated Litchfield 55-23. It was also a victory in the South Central Conference. Uh, Vandalia got off 30-8 was the lead at halftime. Uh, Forbes led the way for the Vandals, 21 points, and Austin had 18 for Vandalia, now 6-3 on the season, turning things around. Uh, there with a win streak that they're on. Uh, Clinton over Shelbyville, 53-2-41. It was Saragoto over Argenta, 48-13. It was FEM again the victory in the Apollo over Mattoon, 45-2-40. FEM led by two after the first quarter, but then Mattoon took the lead in into halftime, 20-17. FEM got it back in the third quarter, 34-32, and then a 11-8. Uh, final quarter for the Hearts give them the victory. Uh, Niebergi, she had 14. Alley had 8 points as well. And Gear for Mattoon led the way with 20 of the 40 points for the Green Wave. It was Robinson victory over Newton 56-47. Cameron Martin and uh, Odell led the way for the Eagles in a losing effort. Both had 11 points. Uh, both Zanes, uh, Marissa and Alexa Zane uh, led the way for Robinson. Marissa had 18. Alexa and Liz Shea had 13 apiece for the winning Maroons. It was 41-25 going into the fourth quarter. Newton put up 22 points in the final quarter, uh, but the comeback was a little bit short 
uh, there, but a great final quarter for the Eagles, but uh, they dropped that one in the LIC. Uh, it was Dietrich over Martinsville, 47-2 as 17. Britton led the way. She had 15, the only one in double figures for the Maroons. Uh, Brummer and Wessendorf were both uh, close. They both had seven. It was 12 to nothing after the opening quarter, and it was 25-8 to at halftime. And obviously Dietrich never looked back. Uh, Tolona Unity defeated Arthur 54-46. It was Tuscola over Sullivan 38-29. Arcola over Decatur Lutheran 57-35. It was the Topless picking up their fifth win. And they're 5-1 now as they defeated St. Joe Ogden 52-28. Uh, Kayleen Erie had uh, 16 points. Uh, Conkle had 15 uh, T-Town jumped out to the 12-7 lead, and then uh, they extended that lead out. Uh, St. Joe only scoring three points in the second quarter, so T-Town led 22-10 at halftime for the Shoes, picking up a, a, another impressive win yep. uh, there last night. Uh, Muhammad, they get a victory over Charleston, 68-16. It was Tri-County of Rocaw Valley, 54-23. It was Olney getting the win over Paris, 44-11. Hmm. Is that right? That's that's what I found this morning. Uh, I was looking to verify with other sources and couldn't find anything else. So uh, I'm looking. Say maybe to, that score is reversed. I'm, I'm, I'm I can look, believe the score being reversed. I'm looking that up right now for you. Mm, I wonder. Either way, a Tiger won. Yes, that's very true. Uh, also, I uh, saw that Brownstown, uh, St. Elmo defeated uh, Windsor's Two Straws, 54-24. to a 24. Uh, Turco led the way uh, for BSE. She had 13. Ireland with 10. Myers was close to double figures. She had 9. Uh, Kinkler had 14 for the Hatchets to lead the way. Uh, Paris won. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I can't believe that. I can't really. And it's not, well... I questioned Paris scoring 11 points. And that's uh, – don't believe it. Just don't believe it. Don't use it. <laughs> it's Travis, all good. Don't, it, it, it's all it's, good. It's so wrong hey, from I what mean, other sources are saying. Hey, that's a, that's the, been the kind of day it's been so it far. It has been. Uh, Brownstown jumped out to the lead in the first quarter, 22-3, to three, and it never looked back. Look at Brownstown. They're 9-1 to start the season. And we talked about, you know, uh, Nioga kind of being overshadowed. Uh, last year in the NTC regular season, but Brownstown, uh, they're kind of being overshadowed by, uh, you know, St. Anthony, Nioga, uh, and Altima and CHBC, but BSE off to a great start and 2-0 in the NTC as well. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of Nioga, they won over Oblong Powhut, 59-2-30. Cindy uh, Richards led the way for them, 15 points. Uh, Warman had 14, Campbell with 13, and Bryn Richards with 12. So four girls in double figures there for Nioga. They got to the 17-3 lead after one, and then they took a 32-11 lead into halftime. And now Nioga, they're still undefeated. Uh, they put up 10-0 on the season. 61-27 pairs. 61-27. Was that? I bet that was the JV score. Maybe. That was not the JV score either. Ah, well, I'm trying to help you. I know you are. I don't know where that <laughs> score came from. Don't <laughs> believe all your sources. <laughs> all right. I, was I was tired this morning. <laughs> it's all good. JV score, Paris won 49-25. Ah, uh, well, 
All right. Uh, South Central over Ramsey, 64-46. Webster and Garrett both in the 20s for South Central. Uh, Webster had 24. Garrett had 21. Uh, South Central had the narrow lead after one quarter and at the half, 31-27. But a big uh, third quarter extended that lead out. 52-33 was the score after three. So uh, South Central used that third quarter effort to pull out the win in boys basketball. Last night we had St. T over Sarah Gordo, 50-33. Junior high girls basketball uh, state championship went to Washington St. Patrick over Sigal St. Michael, 22-19. Sigal St. Michael had the lead for a little bit, yep. but unfortunately they uh, come out with a second place there at the state championships at Central A&M. Still nothing to be upset about. Oh, uh, no, great season of four of them. Uh, also, uh, Paris Mayo fell short in the 3A state championship over Pittsville Pikeland, 44-11. Uh, and Mount Zion that took home third place at the state level in Class 4A over Lake Zurich North, 34-19. to Sigal St. Michael Travis will finish the year at 24-1. and Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great season. That's uh, 24-2, and two, sorry. Yes, yeah, it's a great season, though, uh, for Sigal, but a second-place trophy uh, for them. And Paris, like you said, finishes 25-3 and three on the year. Mount Zion finishes 25-4. and four. Yeah, great seasons all around. Uh, yeah, there. Uh, let's take a look at uh, games going on uh, this evening, and we got some uh, good ones. We got Dietrich against uh, Cowan Herrick Beecher City, uh, with Shelbyville at Windsor Stew Straws. This one's a sneaky good one at the Anlo Center. St. Elmo Brownstown uh, scoring off against uh, St. Anthony. Uh, Nyoga is at Sullivan. North Clay is at Newton. That should be a, a good one. Only yep. lost the season for Newton. Has come to the hands of North Clay. Yep, a little so, revenge for Newton. Yeah, hopefully. revenge. Yeah, absolutely. And then also in the NTC, we got a game over on Jack FM. It's Altamont making a trip to Ferrana tonight to take on a South Central. Of course, I don't need to tell you, Indians fans, uh, what the story is with South Central. Ending the season last year at the Dietrich uh, Regional Championship, looking for a little bit of revenge there as well tonight over on Jack. And I can't wait to see Aiden Dotson uh, do his thing mm -hmm. as well as Altamont trying to get on the right track here in the season, particularly early on here in the early going in the NTC uh, first game of four of the Indians in the National Trail Conference uh, tonight over on Jack at 7 o'clock-ish um, there. I think they're playing three. They might be playing three games uh, tonight with fresh soft JVA and varsity. Mm, yeah. Uh, but I think I saw that on the itinerary uh, for tonight. Uh, but, again, just tune in 7 o'clock-ish uh, for the varsity game. Also, some other games. This one's a good one in the LIC. We got Robinson squaring off against uh, Casey and Casey tonight. Uh, we got Arcola hosting Danville Schlarman, Mohamed Seymour at FEM, Red Hill at Odin, uh, Vandalia hosting Carlinville. Uh, we also have Teutopolis traveling to Bloomington to take on Bloomington Central Catholic, Arthur Lovington hosting Arthur Ocock Christian, Charleston's at Lincoln, Paris against Marshall, and Mount Carmel at Lawrenceville. That last one, Travis. That one's good, too. Both teams 6-1 and one on the season. Yeah. That's a great early season clash. Yeah, Lawrenceville off to a great start yeah. Yeah. Uh, this season. Uh, girls basketball, also we got Muhammad uh, hosting FEM. Uh, in an Apollo Conference matchup this evening. Uh, and then we got games going on uh, tomorrow as well, both on our airwaves coming up. Urbana University at Cerro Gordo, Carlinville at Arcola, North Clay hosting Gatlin County, Woodlawn at Red Hill, Mount Carmel at Benton, Arthur at Paris, uh, South Vermilion hosting Marshall, Newton is at Flora, 
uh, Robinson hosting Bar Reeve. Uh, we got Mount Vernon against Effingham. Charleston hosting Sullivan. Lawrenceville at North Clay. That's another good one. That is, yeah. And Olney is at Mattoon. And uh, over on uh, WCRA, Cumberland Pirates back in action as they're hosting uh, the Neoga Indians. Uh, there, like I said, in a girls-guys doubleheader. Uh, there, 6.30 approximately will be the start time uh, for that one. Yeah, as Coach said after the game on uh, Tuesday against Casey, he said throw records out the window when these two teams face each other, being Neoga and Cumberland. You know you're going to get everything you got whenever these two teams face off against each other. So yeah. uh, this is going to be going to be a good one. Has Cumberland rested up? Are they healthy? That'll be the question. All right, yeah, going through a little bit of a sickness uh, the other night. So I'll definitely be interested in that, and uh, I would – be first look that you know you would have uh, for uh, Nioga. I know they have yeah. a new look team, but they've had some close games. Yep. Uh, the season so far for Coach Snow and uh, the Indians, saying you'll get to see him tomorrow look over to in it. Cumberland. We also got some uh, girls basketball uh, that uh, Nioga game against uh, Cumberland. Uh, both teams good there. I uh, also got North Clay at Graves County, Mattoon hosting Arthur, Woodlawn at Red Hill, Charleston hosts Lincoln, uh, Newton is at Flora, and then over on uh, Jack FM, we got Altamont Lady Indians basketball as it's going to be uh, them and Central A&M squaring off in Mattoon on the campus of Lakeland College, and uh, JV game starts at uh, 10 a.m., so tune in around 11 a.m. for uh, the uh, tip-off approximately of that one at LLC uh, tomorrow. Old stomping grounds there in uh, Lakeland College uh, there, and you can hear it over on Jack FM. Yeah, that should be a good one as well. And uh, we also get to see a friend of the program, Coach Weekly, that we talked to there you go, during yeah. football season yeah. as he's the head basketball coach there for the girls' team. Does it all. As well. So uh, hopefully we can uh, catch up with him uh, mm -hmm. before the game. Uh, junior high girls basketball tomorrow as well. We got state championships at the Clinton Junior High. It's a Peoria St. Vincent Dead Paul against Sigal St. Michael at 10 a.m. In a Class 2A at Havana High School, it's Pierre Christian against Brownstown at 1 o'clock. Paris Crestwood against St. George at 2.30. And in 3A uh, state uh, tournament, uh, we got at Germantown Hills Middle School, Robinson Nuttall against Hillsboro. They're at 2.30 tomorrow in eighth grade. And obviously if those teams win, they will play a second game later on in the day. Yeah, right. Yep, but it all depends on uh, winning or losing mm -hmm. Uh, there in eighth grade. And, of course, you can check out our website, fmradio.com. Click on our local sports tab and take a look at all these scores, and we'll tell you about them coming up on Monday uh, as we recap them here on the show. We continue on with the uh, program, and uh, coming up, let's talk some Major League Baseball. We had a couple of other uh, signings, and we also had uh, Wilson Contreras writing a letter in the Players' Tribune article, and also he's finally, the Cardinals finally sent the tweet that they uh, signed Contreras, and we'll talk about that uh, coming up here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. 
You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats to let you know we will be giving away a Christmas meal. Just go to our Facebook page, like and share our post from November 28th only for your chance to win a Christmas meal. That includes a whole bone-in ham, prime rib, bacon, whole hog rope sausage, and pulled pork. Also, now through December 24th, buy one $50 gift certificate, get one $5 gift certificate for free. Stop by today on Route 40 between Teutopolis and Effingham or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-511-3535. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems, and if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about $100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider, 800-511-3535. That's 800-511-3535. For a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with, call Big Lou at 800-511-3535. And now, the starting lineup. That was back in the 50s and 60s. I know not a lot of, there were not as many teams, not as many good players or whatever, but let's Travis knows this from Hater personal up. experience. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. Go ahead. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Eight in a row, impressive. <laughs> On 98.9 The Game. Eric Price, Sports Center Update. St. Louis Blues put themselves behind the eight ball right away during their 5-2 loss to the Winnipeg Jets at the Enterprise Center. Blues gave up three, the first three goals of the game and never got within one the rest of the way. They're now in sixth place in the Central Division with 24 points and a 12-15-0 record. They host Colorado on Sunday. Some college basketball action going on tomorrow. Missouri State will host Purdue Fort Wayne. Eastern Illinois is at home against Western Illinois. Southern Illinois welcomes Alcorn State and SAU Edwardsville will visit Illinois State. Chicago Blackhawks will try to avoid their third consecutive loss when they host Winnipeg Jets at the United Center tonight. The Blackhawks have been shut out in both of their last two games. They've dropped 10 of their last 11 games. Chicago is in last place in the Central Division with 18 points and a 7-14-4 record. Tonight's game gets underway at 7.30 p.m. Chicago Bulls are back in action against Dallas Mavericks at the United Center tomorrow night. The Bulls are coming off a 115-111 win over the Wizards on Wednesday. Chicago is in 12th place in the Eastern Conference with a 10-14 record. Tomorrow's game tips off at 7 p.m. Number 17, Fighting Illini, will try to build off their latest victory when they host Penn State and the Lions State Farm Center tomorrow. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. And the Pacers will try to rebound as they will host the Washington Wizards. Tonight, Indiana has lost five of its last seven games after a hot start to the season. 
Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits the Sports Center read uh, there. And uh, nowhere in the Sports Center read. Last minute, uh, couldn't put in Wilson Contreras signing with the uh, the Cardinals. We already talked about it. Uh, but, I mean, it was made official. The Cardinals hadn't even made it official yet. But they sent I the tweet. I can't help but their social media is behind, Travis. They sent the tweet and the, press confer- and the press we conference is happening right now. Well, then. Look at him sitting up there stop. in red. Why don't we just stop the show? I know. Then. We should have took it live. No. <laughs> just looks so good in red. Looks like it just looks so right. Uh, there, uh, wearing a number 40. Is there any way that we can get a uh, Contreras jersey for Christmas? Can I get it chipped to my house by then? Because uh, I'll tell you what, uh, he won me over with that, uh, that Players' Tribune article uh, that he had. I know there was a video that went along to mm-hmm. it, but that was kind of looked like it was shot before he really signed uh, with anyone uh, there. And also one of the uh, quotes, well, I thought I had it pulled up. I guess it switched up. On me, I thought I had one of the uh, quotes from the. Uh, he said that Wilson said that one of the first people to call him was Wainwright. Uh, he said that he was excited. He even joked, "Do you think we can get to 329 starts together?" And uh, I was like, "Why not?" So Why not? They're going for 329 starts themselves. All right. Yeah. How about that? Okay. <laughs> uh, what's the? Oh, that's the quote that I wanted to tell you. I came here because I knew the history of the team. I knew this is a team that's looking to win. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, I, go ahead. I was gonna. I was just gonna just, let you keep gloating. I was just going to read some of the stuff that yeah. I liked about the uh, Players Tribune article. I would encourage you to go uh, look it up and uh, just. Uh, read it all uh, but uh, he started off the uh, kind of praising uh, Yachty and he said that Yachty was a legend he's a first ballot hall of famer one of the best that ever do it he's a mentor and an inspiration to people like me he's the person we look up to the role model I admire everything about him what he did for the team for the game for the community of St. Louis he's the guy who set the bar that everyone else is trying to reach so yeah Yachty he's not someone you ever replace and I'm definitely not looking to do that um, he went on to say, you know, kind of why he signed with uh, the Cardinals and uh, St. Louis. Uh, he said that this is truly going to be one of the great honors of my entire life. Um, and then he uh, later on, you know, gave some compliments to the Cubs and uh, his time there. He said that in baseball, ever since he was a teenager, all he's known is the Chicago Cubs. Right. The, the Cubs Baseball Academy in Venezuela was a five-minute drive from his house. He was 16 when he signed with Chicago. Then within a year, he's on a plane to the U.S., barely old enough to drive the car. He didn't know any English. All he knew was baseball and the Cubs. That was my world. Winning a World Series right off the bat in my rookie season, it doesn't get much better. And it's experience I'll never forget as long as I live. But the one thing, nothing lasts forever, right? So uh, he also uh, was talking about the uh, rivalry and kind of uh, being on that one side for uh, six years, and he's going to be on the other side. He's excited for that to see what it feels like, and I know for certain that I've made the best decision here. Everything just feels absolutely right. It's all about winning. He capped it off with, now let's go out and win some titles together, St. Louis, in that Players' Tribune article yesterday. And Cardinals making it official with the uh, press conference uh, today and whatnot, introducing Wilson Contreras to the people and the media. Now, as a Cub fan on this, Mm -hmm. let me share my two cents. Yep. Because 
I really like what Wilson has kept saying, and he even said it during the press conference, and everyone is saying it. I'm here to be Wilson Contreras. I'm yep. not here to be Yachty. Right, yeah, I'm he here said to that be it was me. impossible to replace him. Which is it's true. 100% true. Yeah. And again, I will reiterate what I reiterated when he first signed. Cardinal fans, you're going to get Wilson Contreras. You're not getting Yachty. Mm-hmm. And as Wilson has said, I play for you not to like me. Because let's be honest, there were a lot of Cardinal fans when he was a Cub didn't like Wilson Contreras. Sure. And there's going to be a lot of Cub fans that liked Wilson that now don't. Now me, I'm cheering for the guy, Wilson Contreras. He seems like a nice guy. He seems like all he wanted to do is give 100% every day. Yeah, and that's what he did. And that's what he did. So I, as much as I hate that he's wearing that red, that awful color, (laughs) I will cheer for the man. Yeah. Him to have personal achievements. Right. And for his happiness and success, because he looks so much happier than he did this final year in Chicago. Right. And I think he knew last year he was not coming back to Chicago. Mm -hmm. And the fact they didn't trade him, I think, hurt him as much as he he was prepared. We talked about this at the trade deadline. He was ready to go. Mm -hmm. He had mentally prepared himself. And instead, you prolonged it. For no reason, because you weren't. From all reports, the Cubs never made an offer to him. Right. This offseason, yeah. midseason, last offseason, in the eight years or whatever, never made an offer to him. Right. So, to me, he was ready to move on. Yeah. And I wish him nothing but the best. Right. I hope he doesn't do his best against the Cubs, but I will still cheer for the man. Right. It is the largest contract that the Cardinals have ever given a former Cubs player, surpassing the Dexter Fowler deal. So you have yeah. you have that going for you now. I do. Um, but I do again. This is a great deal for the Cardinals. It's what they needed to make. Yeah, it was the best catcher out there, and yeah, for all intents and purposes, the A's wanted a, a boatload. Right. I was going to I was going to say, without giving up. A ton. Yeah. And, and really. Yeah, just money. And again, this is just shows the lack of forethought on the Cubs side. Right. Now, we've, we've heard reports they had that Astros deal in place and it was nixed at the final hour. Mm-hmm. But still, you should have gotten something because you ain't getting nothing for it. I know right. you put the qualifying offer. You're going to get a second. Run, but let's be honest. That's that's nothing yeah, compared to what you could have gotten. Oh yeah. Um, so I, I definitely think that's a swing and a miss from the car, the Cubs front office. It's a, it's a home run for the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, but again, Wilson will play a hundred percent emotion every day. Good, bad, like it or don't. Hmm. That's what you're going to get. It's so kind of what we're dealing with the Audi, both on the field and off of it too. Right. Right. I well, mean, the other way from St. Louis. And, and again, you know, this is uh, the the two people I found interesting who talked to Wilson was, like you said, Wainwright calling him immediately, which that to me is interesting because you know Yachty was Wainwright's catcher. I mean, yeah, forever. Obviously, right. the number of starts they had. Plus starts, so the yeah. fact that they, you know, he was one of the first ones to reach out shows me. All right, there's that. The other person who we found out in the negotiations, one of the first people the Cardinals reached out to, or maybe he reached out to the Cardinals, I wasn't clear on that, yeah. was John Lester. Yeah, I did hear that. And, you know, Lester's known for having a personal catcher who ended up being, you know, David Ross for a lot of those later years. Mm-hmm. 
but he gave the Cardinals the seal of approval saying, yeah, this is a great guy. So if you have Wainwright and John Lester in your corners as Wilson Contreras, that's some pretty good company to have saying you're a good, good guy. Pretty good so, people to vouch uh, for you. Yeah, I, I, I definitely, you know, I'm sure there are some people in Chicago when they read that were like, but Lester, you're supposed to be with us. What do you mean? But yeah, no, like. And, and I'm sure Chicago fans just, just didn't, just felt yucky reading that, uh, all those compliments that he was giving towards the city in the uh, Players' Tribune article and whatnot. And I think he's won over a lot of people uh with that uh for sure and everything that he said in there yeah and i also think another thing on the cub side is that i don't know if cub fans should should or will hold it against Contreras no. for signing with the cardinals because of how kind of their feelings towards the organization is as a whole of not wanting him and whatnot i i i mean i wouldn't yeah. if, uh, but again i'm more i'm a more rational cub fan <laughs> than some of those other people who are irrational I, you know, I think that I think I can get the vibes from from a lot of people. Again, what he said in that Players Tribune article. Thank you for the city. Thank you to the fans. Look at what we achieved. It's the same thing we heard from Bryant. It's the same thing we heard from Bias. It's the same thing we heard from Rizzo. These Mm -hmm. guys are all saying Schwarber. They're all saying the same thing. We love the fans. We love the city. Thank you for everything. Management sucks. Mm -hmm. That I mean, it's the same vibe from all of those players. Yeah, no doubt. So, again, I will keep saying until something changes at the top for the Cubs, they're going to keep having this problem Mm -hmm. of players feeling like they're not wanted once they get to a certain level. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I guess the one way you prevent that from happening is you don't let players get to that level anymore. And maybe that's what the Cubs' mentality is. Mm -hmm. Um, But to me, I, I think that they're, you know, like I said, you don't have to cheer for the Cardinals if you're a Cub fan. Obviously, you're not going to do that. No. But you can cheer for Wilson Contreras. Yeah. You can still, I think, that would be, I think, Travis, and, and I've already said on the air, and I'll continue saying it, I'm never going to Bush to another Cub-Cardinal game. I'm just sure. not the way I was treated. Not going to happen. But I would think you could show up to a Cub-Cardinal game this season at Bush wearing a Contreras jersey, even if it's a Cub jersey, and not get a lot of slack. You yeah. get a little, but you wouldn't get if you wore a, you know, Hendricks or a insert Cub player who's currently on the Cub jersey. Yeah. I, I think people, especially, you know, St. Louis, who say they're the best baseball fans, you would respect that, that you're still cheering for the guy. Yeah. I may not like the Cardinals, but I like Wilson Contreras. Mm-hmm. You want to go to a Cardinals-Cubs game in Bush? What about London? That's a whole different ball game. I don't even know if they know what baseball is over there. I mean, there was one game, one series, Red Sox, Yankees. So uh, there, there's that one. And uh, so uh, there was a, a couple of other deals uh, yesterday. Uh, speaking of the Cubs and Cardinals, Jason Hayward. I was going to say yes. Minor league deal with the Dodgers. With a major league invite for spring sure. training. And he posted a picture. Maybe it was Freddie Freeman who did. Reunited and it feels so good from their uh, Atlanta Braves days. That's right. So, yeah. I, I, again, he's another guy. I wish nothing but the best for him. I hope he finds his stroke. I hope, I, I don't think it's going to happen, but I do wish the best for him. Mm. That's one of us. 
Uh, also, some other uh, contracts I dealt no out for, for eh, just the shot that he took on the way out uh, after signing with the Cubs. Not that he just signed with yeah. the Cubs, but he took a shot. Yeah, but so Louis. did so did Terrio. So you know what? We're even. When you sign with <laughs> oh, St. Louis, the riot. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? Uh, <laughs> Is, eh. <laughs> try to forget. In it. other news, <laughs> uh, the Mets they signed uh, David Robertson on a one-year, ten million deal, and then man, they shelled out the money for Brandon Nemo. What is that? Yeah, that's eight years, one hundred and sixty-two million. That uh, is, uh, wow. They were desperate. Yeah, that's all that is. <laughs> they were desperate. Million. Such a bad deal. I don't deal. get that. Yeah. And I saw some Cubs fans on social media saying, wow. Rick, just sell the team if you're not going to spend the money. You're not spending that kind of money on Brandon Nemo. No. Sorry. I'm glad that Chicago didn't sign him for that deal. I'd yeah. come on here and be rage hating yeah. it. So, I blame you. Whatever, Mets, you go keep spending. <laughs> yeah, they got a billion-dollar uh, owner, so uh, throwing uh, money around. and uh, Barstool Carl, I saw you. Ah, Barstool Carl, yeah. Yeah, he's the one who, sell the team, Rick, Tom, stop pretending to be a Cubs fan. Just give it up and move on <laughs> after the Nemo deal came out. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't, we don't want Nemo. Yeah. Hey, Barstool Carl, Carl is our, our guy, a big uh, Illini guy. That's right. Uh, they're, of course, a graduate uh, as well there. Uh, so speaking of the, the U of I, that's what we're talking about to uh, close out the show as well as some uh, college basketball coming up here on the starting lineup to close it out. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats to let you know we will be giving away a Christmas meal. Just go to our Facebook page, like and share our post from November 28th only for your chance to win a Christmas meal. That includes a whole bone-in ham, prime rib, bacon, whole hog rope sausage, and pulled pork. Also, now through December 24th, buy one $50 gift certificate, get one $5 gift certificate for free. Stop by today on Route 40 between Teutopolis and Effingham or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. Our customers have been asking for this sale, and it's finally here at Eubinger's Furniture Company, and just in time for the holidays. It's our buy one, get one for a dollar recliner sale. You heard right. Buy a selected recliner at regular price and get the second one for just a dollar more. Eubinger's has a very limited supply of these American-made recliners and expect them to sell out quickly. So if this is the sale you've been waiting on, then hurry out now. At the BOGO Recliner Sale, only at Eubinger's Furniture Company, where the deals are worth a drive. Highway 50 East, Florida. And now, is Philip Rivers a Hall of Fame quarterback? No, no rings. And Marino says hi. He's a Hall of Famer, thing, Travis. It's the only thing that matters. The starting lineup carried really bad Dolphins teams to the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, it was against the 49ers. Oh, well, that's a shame. You know, sometimes Travis just gets under my skin. Win a Super Bowl, dude. On 98.9 The Game. According to this, Travis feels that Nick Foles is a better quarterback than Philip Rivers, Jimmy McMahon, Mark Griffin, Phil Sims better, Steve Young, Joe Flacco, Ken Stabler, Brad Johnson, Jeff Hosteller, Len Dawson, of course, Doug Williams, much better quarterback, Trent Dilfer, Joe Theismann. Mm-hmm. All I'm hearing are Super Bowl winners. Welcome 
back in here to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9, which say a smidge a bit uh, longer. Coming up, we got more stuff to uh, talk about in the pod, the uh, NFL, NBA, NHL, as well as whatever else we can uh, get to. Um, let's pick them. Let's pick them as well, of course. We can't forget uh, pick them as well. And look at that. Brazil out of the World Cup. Croatia stunning Brazil. Croatia into the semifinals. Brazil is supposed to be good soccer, but not making uh, the semifinals of the World Cup. Uh, speaking of uh, Illinois, still going on? yeah, it's still oh. going on. Uh, the uh, line I uh, tomorrow here on a uh, 98.9, and we got 11 a.m. will be uh, the tip off, and a uh, 10 a.m. will be the pregame show here on a uh, 98.9. It's basically like a uh, football game all over again, as it's the uh, Big Ten opener uh, there in the State Farm Center. Of course, so dropping that uh, last uh, Big Ten game against uh, Maryland, and of course the Illini. Oh yeah, definitely. We're we're onward and upward from that. We That's just beat right. the number two team in the country in the Texas Longhorns. So quest for number five uh, continues. Yeah, so uh, we uh, look in our we're at seven and two right now. Uh, Penn State <laughs> they come into the game at a six and a three. Um, they are coming off back to back losses. They lost to uh, Clemson in the ACC Big Ten shootout. Or the ACC Big Ten Challenge in double overtime, and they also their last game on a Tuesday was a loss, or that was Wednesday, I guess, a uh, loss to a uh, Michigan State, 67 to uh, 58. <laughs> uh, there, and of course, like I've been saying at the top of the show, and uh, as I said yesterday, this game is uh, sold out there at the uh, State Farm Center. As man, this guy's still playing, Jalen Pickett. Seems like he's been uh, there uh, forever. Super senior, I guess. Uh, currently uh, is leading uh, Penn State in the points department with 15.8 points per game. No line has been revealed on ESPN here, but 83% are picking the Illini <coughs> on ESPN. And if we win this game, we're number 17 now. With a victory against uh, number two, Texas, we'll shoot up the rankings uh, next week, but. We'll have to see. And that game is uh, tomorrow. Uh, and uh, before we uh, get out of here, uh, yesterday or last night in the Big Ten, we had Iowa pick up the win over Iowa State. Iowa State was ranked, and Iowa picked it up. And I don't think Chris Murray had a good game, or I don't know if he even played at all. But they won 75-56. And it's not just Illinois who's getting shafted by the officials. It's Rutgers, too, as Ohio State wins this one at the buzzer, 67-66. to But it was not without a controversy in controversial fashion. At the very end of the game, the officials missed. Uh, the uh, ball handler who was bringing it up the floor looked to step out of bounds. Uh, but uh, officials missed it, and then the guy that ended up hitting the game-winning shot was the first person to touch it after he came back inbounds, after he was out of bounds. You can't do that. Nope. That's a violation, and uh, it was a miss. Jay Billis brought it up on his Twitter, and uh, some other people brought it up as well that Rutgers uh, got shafted last night, and Ohio State won it at the buzzer there, but uh, they shouldn't have as Rutgers should have pulled out the win. But, uh, hey, wouldn't expect anything less from Big Ten officials there. So uh, all the Illini haters talking to us about uh, woe is us, that everything's always against the Illini. Well, uh, nope, it's just it's the Big Ten officials yeah. uh, as a whole uh, doing things. Not and good. 
messing up the Scarlet Knights last night. So I uh, wanted to mention that as we uh, close out uh, the uh, show. Let's take a look at the rest of uh, college basketball action coming up in uh, the uh, pod uh, this weekend and as well as other national sports coming up. Catch us there and uh, catch us on uh, Monday. And we'll be back then, but catch us in the pod. Coming up next here on ESPN Radio is a Barton Hahn. So enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to uh, overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you. And uh, coming up will be uh, cleaning up uh, college basketball, talking about all the other national sports, NFL, NBA, NHL, talk a little college football as well, and uh, get to our pick'em game as well uh, coming up. So uh, first, before we get to any of that, is there anything on SportsCenter that you wanted to clean up? No. No? We got to everything. We got to everything. I mean, the Phillies yeah. officially introduced Trey Turner, and uh, the congressional day. report slams the commander's owner, Dan Snyder. That's about it. That was it. Hmm. All right. Uh, so. I, I was going to say, I did want to talk to MLB real quick, just to kind of wrap up. We talked about the Mets and their spending habits. <laughs> yeah. I have a stat for you, Travis. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Right now, the Mets. Yep are set to pay $60 million on luxury tax penalties for 2023. Yeah. That is more than the payrolls for the Pirates, Orioles, and the A's. (laughs) In penalties, they're going to pay more than entire payrolls for three teams. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. That is absurd. Yeah. Right. Having no problems spending the money. Nope. But going to pay for it on the back end. (laughs) That's insane. And then I saw that they were going to pay as much money uh, to Verlander and uh, Scherzer as the Braves were going to play like five or six players combined. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, the Mets. Look how far I got them. Oh, yeah. It got them a great first, you know, three quarters of the season. Yeah. And then it all went wrong. All fell apart. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's uh, clean up uh, college basketball. I told you what happened uh, last night. Uh, Only top 25 action we got tonight is uh, Washington against Gonzaga. There, Gonzaga, 16.5-point favorites tonight over the Huskies. Um, Tomorrow, got that Illini game. Also, we got UConn against Long Island University. Uh, Texas trying to bounce back after that loss against uh, Illinois against Arkansas Pine Bluff, the Jimmy Blacklock Classic. There is that. Uh, hey, we have to have names for everything. <laughs> uh, there's more. Uh, we got number nine Arkansas against Oklahoma, Yale against number sixteen Kentucky, number four Purdue against Nebraska. We got a good one with Alabama and Houston, Alabama. Number eight, Houston, of course, number one in the country at 9-0. and We got Denver against UCLA, number 19, Bruins. Uh, the uh, Jerry Colingo Classic between uh, uh, San Diego State and uh, St. Mary's. Uh, San Diego State, of course, is number 22 in the country. The Holiday Hoops Giving in Atlanta, Georgia, 
home of the Hawks. We got the number 11 Auburn Tigers against uh, Memphis. Um, no other game is listed, so it must not be a top 25 matchup. Uh, number six, Kansas against uh, Missouri. These two teams are afraid to play each other in uh, football, but basketball they're going to be matching up. Look at this, bragging rights coming up at the end of the month, but Mizzou 9-0 and on the season. Hmm. Um, I think it's 8-1 and Jayhawks. Uh, Missouri looks like they haven't beat anybody, though. Wichita State, Edwardsville. Lindenwood. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. Continuing on. Maryland Eastern Shore against number 15, Duke. Las Vegas Clash. Number 10, Arizona against number 14, Indiana. They're at MGM. We got number 21, Creighton against BYU. And number 24, TCU against SMU. All on Saturday for you. And uh, coming up on uh, Sunday, we got number 20, Iowa State against McNeese. Number 23, Mississippi State against Minnesota. And in the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame Invitational at Barclays, it's number 13, Maryland, against number 7, Tennessee. Both teams 8-1. and one. Maryland trying to bounce back after their first loss of the season last time out, I believe. And the Vols, good in football, good in basketball this mm -hmm. year as well. Out in Las Well, they are a basketball school. I, say, so. I thought they were uh, Las Vegas. Nope, it's in Brooklyn there. So that's what's happening in the College of Basketball this weekend. What's happening in the NBA? Let's see here what happened last night. Uh, heat over the Clippers by five. Spurs over the Rockets, 118-9. Nuggets by a point over the Blazers, 121 to 201-20. Jamal Murray, last second three, gives the Nuggets the dub. What's going on uh, this evening on uh, national television for the uh, NBA? We got the Lakers against the uh, 76ers in the first game, uh, second game of the night at uh, 9 o'clock there in Dallas. It's the Bucks against the Mavs. Uh, see any other matchups? Wizards against the Pacers in Indiana. Mm, Brooklyn against the Hawks. Kings, Cavs, Suns against the Pelicans. That's a decent one. Timberwolves, Jazz. That's uh, going on uh, tomorrow. Uh, Mavs against the Bulls. Yeah. The United Center. So we go up to Chicago and see Luca. Yep. Possibly if he plays. On ABC, of course, we got uh, the Celtics and Warriors at 7:30, but that's on uh, 98.9. Six o'clock. So forget ABC. Yeah, just listen to it. Yeah, I'm sure ESPN Radio does a better coverage there than <coughs> Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson no, arguing yeah. about something. Um, um, I can see who's doing that game for you if you'd really like to know. No. Oh, okay. Suns-Pelicans match it up on Sunday again. Uh, Kings in New York against the Knicks. Uh, Bulls are in Atlanta to take on the Hawks. Bucks and Rockets. On Sunday. That's it. That's it. That's it for the NBA. Uh, what happened in the uh, NHL last night? Fives were wild last night as the Lightning put up a five spot on the Preds, five to two. Uh, Maple Leafs shut out the Kings, five to nothing. Uh, four goals came in the second period. Uh, their Panthers over the Red Wings, you guessed it, five to one. 
and the Jets. We already said on the Sports Center hit five to two over the Blues. Yep. Man, fives are wild. Fives all over the place, and uh, the Blues twelve and uh, fifteen there in those old reverse retro jerseys. Mm-mm-mm. Didn't provide them any help. No. Nope. Frustrating loss. Uh, yeah, is it? Uh, when is it going to be starting time to uh, trade some of these some of these players off? Possibly. No. Fire sale could be coming. Could Question be mark. coming. Yep. Uh, stars against the Senators in OT as the Stars won it four to three. What's happening this evening in the NHL? Uh, Penguins will see how many uh, Tage Thompson scores as they're against Buffalo. Uh, Flames against uh, the Blue Jackets. Islanders, Devils battle for New York slash New Jersey. Uh, Kraken against the Capitals. We'll see if uh, Ovi gets closer to a 100. Uh, still, like I said, still really far behind uh, Gretzky. He's like less than 100 now. He's like 98 away from uh catching Gretzky so mm-hmm. still a long way to go uh Jets against the Blackhawks uh Rangers against the Avs uh, Wild or Oilers uh got the Bruins in Arizona uh Flyers Knights tonight what's happening at tomorrow Red Wing Stars Panthers Lightning that rivalry game there uh Sabres matching up against the Penguins again doing a little Game in Buffalo on Friday, going to Pittsburgh on Saturday. Uh, Flames against the uh, Maple Leafs, uh, Hurricanes Islanders. Um, what's happening on Sunday? Uh, we got uh, Colorado on ESPN mm-hmm. and the Blues on ESPN. There you go. So, at Enterprise, too. You can watch the Blues. The Blues lose. Ah, that kind of rhymed. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kraken against the Panthers. Capitals in Winnipeg take on the Jets. That's a good one. Boston against Vegas. Uh, the nightcap in T-Mobile Arena there. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a look at the ice. I was going to say, I got a couple of baseball updates for you. Uh, first okay. of all, the Mets still are going after uh, the pitcher uh, Kodai Sanga because they haven't spent enough money. So <laughs> why not? Um the Yankees are in on Rondone. Uh, a couple of players we haven't heard a whole lot of, uh, from, and that is Justin Turner. Uh, the Dodgers, Diamondbacks, and Marlins are among about a half dozen teams who are on there. Diamondbacks are one of five teams looking in right now on Evan Longoria. So mm-hmm. there you go. I didn't even know Evan Longoria was a free agent. And Trevor Williams <laughs> has gone to the Nationals for $13 million in two years. The Former Nationals. Cup. Former Cup. Met last year, Trevor Williams. Trevor Williams. So, there you go. That's all I got. That's my baseball update for you. There you go. There's your baseball. We'll see if we have more. Updates. Well, Travis, are we at the point to do and pick them? Uh, okay. We are, if I can pick them here uh, this week. What? Do we have? Well, we have five events that we are picking, Travis. Five events. The football ones, because those are the the ones we're, we're comfortable with. Uh-huh. Eagles at Giants. We'll have that on 98.9 The Game at 11 a.m. 
Eagles minus seven. Travis, since you are ahead, you get to pick first, my friend. Eagles minus seven. Eagles minus seven against the Giants. Uh, Eagles. Yeah, I tend to lean that way as well. Uh, they haven't given me any reason. Every time I have doubted them, I've been wrong. So I'll go Eagles as well. The second game we'll have on 98.9 the game, it will be the Panthers at the Seahawks. Seahawks minus four and a half. Travis, who you got? Uh, let's go with the Seahawks. Seahawks, Travis says. I will go Seahawks as well because, well, the Panthers are absolutely awful. So we'll go Seahawks. All right, now let's move to Saturday. First of all, Saturday morning, we'll have Penn State at Illinois, Travis. This one we don't have a line for, as you mentioned. So we're going to do the high school score closest under. So let's go. Illinois, Penn State, what's your score? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what's the score? What's the score? Going to be, wow. Um, This is going to take me a second. Okay, I'll go first here then. To figure out. I'll, I'll go first. I'll say Illinois is going to win. <clears throat> and I will say 83 to 65. So now you have the number. Go above it or go below it. Uh, I'm assuming you're saying Illinois is going to win. Yes. Okay. Can I go Illinois 2 nothing? Sure. Right. Illinois 2 nothing. All righty. Take the under. Sounds good. And then the nightcap, we have Boston at Golden State. You can hear on 98.9 The Game. This one, we'll just do straight pick them, Travis. Just just pick who's going to win. There's not a line for it, I saw. So Yeah, no, they usually don't come out the day, day before. Yeah. Yeah. So who you got? Boston at Golden State. Boston at Golden State. I don't think Golden State's been playing very well, but they do play better at home. They do. And this is at the Chase Center. Yep. Um... I'm going to go Boston, though. You're going to go Boston? Yeah. All right, I'll be different. I'll go Golden State um, because they do play better, like you said, at home. Mm -hmm. So I'll I'll go Golden State plus uh, Boston having to travel out to the West Coast. Maybe that'll help them. And then, Travis, finally, the last thing we get to pick today for our pick em is the match. The match is going on tomorrow. Really? So who? Yes. Hmm. So who you got? Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, minus 125, or Woods and Rory? Plus 105. I know. That's scary that uh, Rory and Tiger plus. I know. Plus value. They must not have a lot of faith in Tiger's uh, no. leg. No. But, I mean, Rory, drive it. Yeah. Tiger can just Chip putt it. Chip it and putt. Yeah. yeah. That's all you need. Only 12 holes, remember. Yeah. And they get to use golf carts. Yeah. Yeah, so let's go with uh, Rory and Tiger. You're going to go Rory and Tiger? I will then, just for argument's sake, I'm already behind you, so I might as well just try to make up points. I'll go Spieth and Thomas. Mm -hmm. So there you go. That is our pick'em for the week. That's our pick'em for the week. Yeah. little variety in there. All right, very good. We'll have uh, we'll have pick'em next week, probably on Thursday, because we'll have bowl games on Friday and We'll have NFL, so it'll be pick them on Thursday, and then we'll be picking some of the bowls that will be airing on, w on WHQQ. 
That's right. Starting uh, starting bowl season. Next Friday. Next Friday. Awesome. There, there may not be a show next Friday. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, of course, the only game on uh, college football this weekend is Army-Navy. Who you got? Not for Pickham. Who you got? Mm. Give me Army. My uncle's in the Army, so I always pick Army. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have any uh, affiliation with any uh, service uh, or the other. I'm sure some of my uh, ancestors were uh, in the, the military Distant, yes. long that I don't really uh, remember or couldn't tell you. Uh, go, go Army. Go Army. I guess. They have the better record this season. so That's true. Northside at 2 o'clock there in Philly, their only game. Uh, and also... FCS, I think. Yeah, but... The playoff. Yeah, but... SIU got eliminated. SIU, so. ISU, EIU. All of, them, all of them are eliminated. They're not in it, so we don't really pay attention to much to that. This year, we didn't even... Uh, we didn't pay too much close attention that we probably uh, should have uh, to that. And then also uh, tomorrow is the Heisman Trophy mm. ceremony. Going to be, uh, again, man, I, every time I, that this comes up, I just think of back in the day, it used to be more important. Friends and I would get together and play video games and watch and watch the ceremony and just have a grand old time, and uh, it's nothing now. Uh, it's the quarterback award, Stetson Bennett. Max Duggan, C.J. Stroud are the uh, favorite to uh, win it. Most people are picking him. Caleb Williams for USC are the uh, finalists this year. So uh, we'll see if the uh, committee picks some guy that uh, writes some expletives on his uh, fingernails as your Heisman winner. Um, yep. I personally, after last week's performance, I would give it to Max Duggan for a TCU, but uh, Williams is going to be uh, hard to beat. And also some other national awards were handed out. I couldn't find an exact list, but all you need to know is that uh, Illinois and the Big Ten gets uh, snubbed again. Uh, your best running back in the country this year was uh, some guy from Texas. Go oh, yeah, figure. Texas was good at running the football, I think. Yeah, Illinois one-dimensional, and uh, Michigan, uh, he's hurt now, so we can't give it to him. And the only uh, team Michigan beat this year was an overrated Ohio State That's team. right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, TCU. Well, they barely survived a one-dimensional Illinois team. Yeah. So. Also, uh, TCU as uh, defensive back one, defensive back of the year. Can't go to Witherspoon uh, either, so – there With that, that being said, night. Travis, everyone who doesn't like like big time college football, like the big time programs, like a Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, is TCU who everyone's pulling for, even though there's no chance it happens. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Is TCU, the Cinderella of this playoffs. Yeah, last year it worked out so well for Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. If if they don't pull off a win, Travis. Then why are we expanding to twelve? Right? Mm, yeah. I don't know. 
I think he expanded to 12. You have more opportunity that maybe uh, one person in the first round w would knock each other out, and then uh, an upset team could slide in there in the second round and win. I don't know. But all of the underdogs go down. I know. They, none of them None of them make runs like we, we want them to. Yeah, I know. So, I don't know. Uh, currently, right now, of course, a long way to go for the uh, football playoff semifinals on uh, the end of the month, very last day on New Year's Eve. Uh, TCU and Michigan, uh, Michigan favored by 7.5 right now. Uh, Georgia minus 6.5 favored right now in the semifinals. Uh, currently, right now, the Illini are 1.5 point favorites against uh, Mississippi State in uh, their bowl game, which we know. By the way, on Monday, January 2nd, we know that we won't have a show That's right. Uh, there. That's guaranteed uh, 11 a.m. will be the kickoff of the uh, Real Quest Bowl for the Illini. 10 a.m., I'm assuming, would be the pregame uh, for that. If we do a pregame show for the bowl game. We do. I assume we do. Yep. Illini football. Um, yeah, like you said, next Friday, bowl games get started. The Bahama Bowl and uh, the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. In Orlando, between uh, U UTSA and uh, Troy, and the Bahamas Bowl is Miami, Ohio, and UNAB kicking off. Cincinnati, Louisville's at uh, Fenway. It's kind of cool, and it's kind of. <sighs> Why did I think this was like? People thought it was a big deal that Cincinnati and Louisville are on the same. Are on the same side. Is it that Louisville's coach is going to take the Cincinnati job, and that yeah. um, he wasn't going to play or he wasn't going to coach in this? Uh, and there, it's going to be Fenway, uh, so it's going to kind of be similar to those games that are played at Wrigley. But we get to use both end zones, presumably. Um, but both teams are going to have to stay on the same sideline uh, there. Can we quit doing football games in baseball stadiums? Um, and I know one later, the Pinstripe Bowl in Yankee Stadium. Yeah. You just quit. Mm. Wasn't that the problem for years in Oakland? And the problem for years in, you know, Miami was, oh, you can't have a, a baseball and a football stadium at the same place. That's that's ludicrous. Well, that was like during during the season. So, so the dirt would still be present when football was played. That was the whole thing there, I think. I guess. I, I personally thought that was kind of cool. I did, too. I thought it was unique. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin and Oklahoma State at the uh, Guaranteed Rate Bowl. That's going to be there at the Diamondback Stadium in Arizona. Ugh. Uh, I was trying to see who was in the Pinstripe Bowl. Um, Syracuse and Minnesota, of course. Of course. The bad boy, bad boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. Barn burner. Uh, there was another one that I thought that I'd, uh, that I'd highlight, but I don't see it here. Bowl game that I was most looking forward to. That's okay. We got a whole month to get ready for it. It's true. But I wanted to find it now. It was bothering me. Um, not the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Man, which one was that? I don't know. Maybe I'll find it. Was it Jimmy Fallon Bowl? The Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? No. I don't know. I'll go back to it. All right. I'll come back to it sometime. Mm. 
All right, Alrighty. so I think we've rambled yeah, on enough, so. even though we didn't talk about NFL at all. That's because so many teams are on buys, Travis. It doesn't matter. I had the tab pulled up. I just forgot. went and did other stuff with with the tab. Uh, Jets, Bills uh, this week, Browns, Bengals in the battle for Ohio. Uh, battle for Texas as well. Texans against the Cowboys. Cowboys 17.5-point favorites right now. Yeah. Ooh. Look at this. Detroit. They're 5-7. and seven. The Vikings are 10-2. and two, But still, the Lions are two-point favorites in this one. Makes hmm. no sense. It really doesn't, even though Detroit is at home. Uh, Jags-Titans battle in the uh, AFC South. Eagles-Giants, like we said. Uh, Ravens-Steelers. Chiefs-Broncos. Chiefs favored by 9.5 there. In a mile high, uh, Bucks against the uh, 49ers. Tom Brady's new potential team, potentially, uh. next year. Uh, they're in uh, Levi Stadium. Uh, Panthers, uh, Seahawks, uh, Dolphins, and Chargers are in prime time with the uh, Dolphins favored by three in that one. And the uh, Pats and uh, Cardinals on Monday Night Football. They're out in Arizona. Falcons, Bears, Packers, Colts, Saints, Commanders, all on a buys this Sunday. So uh, we'll be back to uh, take a look at those games on Monday, as well as recap everything else that happens locally as well. In top three. And, of course, we narrow down the top moments from the sports weekend. We narrow them down to three. All right, so I think that we've uh, rambled on uh, long enough here at the very end. So we're going to get out of here for you. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll be back on a Monday. So have a great rest of your day. And have a great weekend, everyone. Stay safe out there. Peace out. <laughs>